Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 91, How Lindsay and Tony Met. In this episode, we're going to share our story and the lessons that we learned looking back and reflecting on exactly what happened that brought us together. We hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. In today's episode, it's actually a little bit different than what it normally is. And this episode is all about our story and how Tony and I met. And we thought it was important to kind of take time to go back to the story because in everyone's story, there is some sort of message that can come out and help other people. So I feel like it's really important to, to take time to kind of go back in time. It is very important. And I wanted to emphasize before we get started that it's not about the people in the story. It's not about Lindsay. It's not about me. It's not about anybody mentioned in the story. It's about the message. And that's why we have this desire to share our story with you. It's sacred. This is a sacred topic that we're talking about and it means a lot to us. We're sharing it in hopes that when you receive our story, when you receive this episode, you can take something from it. You can take whatever you need to for the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So back in 2007, I was actually going to University of Tampa. And when I was attending UT, I actually went to become an elementary school teacher. And I graduated in December. And in December, graduated and I met Nick, who was actually Tony's childhood friend. And you guys became friends at the age of what, two or three? Uh, probably more like five, I would say, okay, somewhere older. around there. It, it it could have been younger, four or five, but our brothers were older. Our older brothers yeah. were about four or five, they were four or five years older than us, and they were real good friends, which brought me and Nick together. So yeah. for a long time. So they were like brothers, and that's the important piece to it. Um, but I had never met Tony. I met Nick. Um, from UT and Nick and I started dating and then in August, August 21st, 2007, Nick passed away in a motorcycle accident. And after that happened, I just felt like everything, my whole world flipped upside down. And if you can imagine losing someone, if you've lost someone yourself, you know how you have these things in your head that life is gonna look a certain way and then it doesn't, the plans change. And that's what happened to me. So at the time, I was just kind of getting up out of bed to go teach my little third graders because that's what I went to school to do. Um, But it was four years after that Tony and I met. So do you want to kind of pick it up from there? Yeah, so we started talking in 2010. And the way that this happened was, so we were still connected on Facebook. We were Mm -hmm. friends on Facebook. And... I had known that Lindsay had started a motorcycle awareness foundation and she was doing all this good stuff in the name of Nick and the message of helping to have safety with motorcycles. And I just knew she was a great person. So in October, of, it was October 2010, I was up at like maybe one, two o'clock in the morning 
listening to YouTube videos like I usually would do at that time. And I had this inspiration come over me and I saw Lindsay's picture on Facebook to where I was scrolling and I saw her, I saw her picture pop up and I had this inspiration come over me. Looking back, I feel like it was Nick coming through me, spirit coming through me. And what had happened was I started to just send her a message. And I was saying, hey, Lindsay, uh, Nick, I mean, uh, myself and all Nick's friends, we really look up to you. We really, we, we understand what you're doing right now. We understand what you went through. And we really love that you're putting this message out into the world. And that's all I sent. I sent it with no expectation. I just had this inspiration to send it. Well, two months later, December 6, 2010, Lindsay had the instinct to call me and I was out um, having some beers and eating some wings watching I believe it was Monday night football maybe even Thursday night football whatever day it was there was a football game on that night and we were I was watching football with my friend Drew and I got the call from Lindsay and I looked down at my phone and I was actually too nervous to answer it so I didn't answer the phone um, I let it go to voicemail. Once she left the voicemail, I picked it up, I listened to it, and I was like, I, I, was like, I need to call her back. So I walked outside. Um, it was freezing cold out because it was December in St. Louis, and I talked to Lindsay for maybe what about an hour at on that the time, phone it was at that more point. Than an hour. Well, no, no, outside. I know. Outside it was one it was hour like or almost two, two hours. hours, maybe two hours. Okay, two hours at that point. We talked on the phone, and it just flowed. And then I was like, oh crap, I better get back inside and. So Drew knows where I'm at. So I went inside, watched the watched football for another hour or so. When I got back home, we talked on the phone again for another, what? Six hours. Five or six hours. Well, when I got off the phone, I knew that I had to be with her. Can't explain it. I didn't want a girlfriend. I actually had a girl like a month or two before wanting to date, wanting to go out, and I didn't, I, I wasn't feeling it. So it's not like I just wanted a girlfriend. It was I was really happy being single at the time, which is very ironic to the fact that all of a sudden I talked to Lindsay on the phone and I'm like, I gotta be with this girl. And the best way I could describe it is it's that inner knowing to where you just know that you know that you know just how I know that this cup of coffee is right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on my end, I was I gravitated out of I didn't even know Tony. Like um, Nick's friends added me on Facebook. Some of them I had never met in St. Louis. Um, And I had never met Tony. We were at the funeral at the same time, but I didn't even, I didn't know who he was. And I don't remember that. Um, But I felt like I needed to ask him questions about the book that I was writing. And I'm like, well, maybe he was the childhood friend that was with Nick, you know, when he was talking to me about a certain story. And I felt like I needed to reach out and talk to him. And I said, I want to ask you a couple questions. Are you going to be around? And he said, yes. So I did call him that night. But it was really weird because the thing that I noticed was when we spoke on the phone, there was this magnetic feeling that I can't really put into words. And just like Tony said, it was almost like I was not looking for anyone. I kept on pushing everyone's idea of you need to date again. You know, this was almost four years after Nick passed and I did not want to date anyone. Um, But when I was talking to Tony, it was very um, natural and almost immediate that it was immediate. His voice was soothing to me and there was something about his voice where I'm like, this feels familiar to me. And um, 
So when we started talking, it was almost like he had been studying spiritual stuff that I had been studying. So Nick and I were into the law of attraction, but after Nick passed, I was even more so into the spiritual stuff. So right away, when Tony and I connected, I remember we were talking about cruises. Do you remember? Yeah, we were, we were talking, talking about, about cruises. I of, think Bob Proctor's yeah, cruise or something Jack like Canfield, that. one of them, going one, on that. and Right. And it was really weird because it was so natural and I felt like we got each other because we had been doing years of self-development before we even met. And it was naturally a natural magnetic feeling. So going, talking to each other for six hours that night, and I just, I remember going to teach the third graders, and my um, teacher next to me was like, what is going on? And I couldn't stop smiling, and I couldn't stop talking about Tony. And you'd think that family members would be like, okay, Lindsay, you're talking to someone that you don't know that's in a different state that you've never met. Like, this doesn't sound right. But my mom knew right away. Like, she had this feeling, she knew in her heart that she had been praying to Nick, send someone to Lindsay, like help Lindsay. And I didn't want that. Um, but that's exactly what happened. I know without a doubt that Nick brought Tony and I together. And um, it's amazing what takes place because your mind can't get in the way because there's no room for thinking. There's no room for second guessing. It's this magnetic pull. It feels very serendipity-like. Um, that it's uncontrollable feeling where there's no other option but to communicate with the person that you're supposed to be with. You just know, right? The last thing I was wanting to do, or the last thing on my mind was, oh, I'm going to date Lindsay Marino. That's the last thing on my mind. So when yeah. I got off the phone, I was even shocked. I was more like, but I was I was on this high, like, and it, you know, it was like, this is unbelievable what's happening. Yeah. And then the next day, it started to get even more unbelievable for me because I can remember taking a shower um, in my mobile home that I was living in at the time and my my shower would not drain properly. So the soap, there'd be soap bubbles in the bottom of the bath. Well, I look down and I see a smiley face with a heart shape right connected to it perfectly. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that's one of the first times I remember Nick coming through me, spirit coming through me and guiding me. So it, it confirmed, wow, this is magical what is going on here. Well, that continued day after day after day. It still continues till this day. Mm -hmm. But the first moments, the first month, the first two months of seeing all these hearts, smiley faces, feeling this inspiration around me, feeling this guidance, I was no longer having to do anything. I, I immediately knew that I had to move to Tampa. I knew that I had to go back to school, finish my degree in education, which I did, move to Tampa, which I did, and that was eight years ago, or actually going on, whoa, nine, was it nine years ago now, going on 10 years next year. Um, and it, everything that I felt in that moment, everything I believed, um, it's manifested to come true. And Lindsay and I, we were brought together for a reason, just like you were brought together with everybody in your life for a reason. And it doesn't have to be as intense as our, the way that we met and all of that. But if you look deeply into each situation, each relationship, you'll see these signs, you'll feel this guidance. And the more that you have faith in it and tune into that and tune out of everybody else. Because at that moment, oh, if we, we went around attention. telling everybody, which I didn't, I didn't have to feel the need to do other than people close to me, my mom, 
people close to me, but if we went around trying to get validation from this, they'd have been like, look, Tony, you're crazy. Lindsay, you're crazy. Most people, the average person, I, the people that really knew us, they knew. They actually would cry. They like would the cry. The people that knew us had tears in their eyes and they goosebumps felt it because they felt that, and energy. they knew us. But I, I feel like it's important to go back to physically, like when we actually met, also. But I do want to back up one step too, because we, before we met in November of two thousand and was that two thousand eleven or two thousand and two thousand ten? Okay, two thousand ten. I went to the I Can Do It tour, which I would go regularly. It was with Hay House when they had um, in-person events. And that day was completely magical. And I was following Lisa Williams because I had watched her show and I was like in deep grief before that. And it really was healing for me. And I went to her one of her events. And before I went there, I told people, I'm going to get a reading from Lisa. I know it, I feel it in my gut. I went there and I said, I know I'm going to sit near someone that's connected to her. And I ended up sitting next to like, you know, her business par partner at the time. Um, and she actually sat in front of me and I got talking with her and I actually wanted to buy a piece of jewelry from her because she sold jewelry. And in order for me to get the jewelry, she's like, I'm so sorry I have to do this, but can you come up to our hotel room? And she asked Lisa, is that okay if she comes up? And it was so weird because I didn't get a reading during that event. But when I went up to the hotel room, we were all hanging out and she did give, give a reading. Um, and she told me I was gonna meet someone. And she's like, you're gonna meet him very soon. And I remember thinking, no, that's, that's not possible. That's not gonna happen. Well, that next month, we did end up talking or later in that month, we did end up speaking. It was actually December 6th. It was two days yes. before my birthday which was my grandparents' anniversary, who very much in love. They were always in love. And so it was very significant to me because it was a birthday gift, an early birthday gift to meet Tony. And when we did meet in person, we met before New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. And he came and he flew to Tampa. And I remember before I got to the airport, I was so nervous. And I remember talking to someone on the phone. It must have been my mom or... Like, I'm so nervous, I, my heart's racing. And instead of picking him up outside, I met him inside, do you remember? I do, I remember Lindsay walking across the airport and I was shocked to see her because I was expecting to walk outside and go go into the car. Yeah. You were walking, I was, <laughs> smile, smiling very big and I, I was so nervous. I, we were so nervous that we couldn't speak when we saw each other. Do you remember that? Yes. And he actually grabbed on, we grabbed onto each other's arms to walk because I was shaking. And I'm like, I, I remember looking down, I couldn't stop shaking. And I, we couldn't even find my car because I forgot where I parked. Right, because to put in things into perspective, we had never met each other physically met. in person. We, we were going strictly off intuition. We never. Well, I think we might have did tango. No, we didn't. Oh, at that after time, we said we weren't going. Oh, to that's until right. After we met, in that's person. right. So you can imagine the nerves and all of that. But the whole time, like the belief, the faith inside of me, it was unwavering. So. I feel like that's a huge component of this is things that are meant for you, you're, you're, it's gonna be unwavering. You're gonna feel it so much at the core that nothing is going to sway you either way. Right, and we could not stop looking at each other. I feel like it was probably a year straight of that. 
Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Where, and if I'd pick you up at the airport or you'd pick me up, we yeah. couldn't stop staring at was each other. For about eight months, eight months we'd go when back we and forth. we were traveling back and forth. Yeah, I'd end up moving to Tampa in, in uh, August 2011. Yeah. So about eight months or so. But it, but that first day, I, it started where we actually could not, um, you know how they say love at first sight? <laughs> this literally magnetic feeling where you can't stop looking at the person. And it was a really weird feeling, but it was one of those moments where it really was like we couldn't speak when we were looking at each other. And I'm sharing this because I think it's important to talk about because if it does come up for you and you'll understand this feeling inside of you where there's no doubt about it um, that you're experiencing this. So I think and that's, that's really the thing important. that's that's so important. Also, understand that you're going to be used in your life. And sometimes when you're used in your life, it's going to upset a certain amount of people and it's going to bring joy to a whole lot of people. And I think that's what happens. It's easy for us to ignore those feelings and be like, you know what, this isn't the right thing to do because it doesn't sound right. You know, Nick was my friend. You guys were dating before then. You guys planned this, had this life together. Even though I never met you and I was, it doesn't sound right. Like it's not logical if you think about it. Yeah. But the whole point of this is sometimes you have to get out of your own way and things that are meant to be while why you're here, a lot of times is not gonna seem logical. Right. When you just said that, there's a flicker to the left of you. I just mm-hmm. saw that. And Nick has come through during readings through other mediums that ha- have shared um, the importance of us being together and come through it, for me. And I'm sure Tony, I'm not sure if we've talked about this, but giving messages that this is something that's so important, um, the mission that we have. Absolutely. So, I think that's the number one thing is yeah. it's brought us together to do this podcast episode, to do our whole podcast, to share, share yeah. our story with the world, even though this is a vulnerable topic and this, there's a lot of vulnerability in this. And it, we could easily just keep this to ourselves. And I don't want to because there's so much healing Right. That is within just this one story. And we can make a hundred episodes, actually. We don't have enough time to even talk about right. everything. Well, and I know without a doubt that there's people that are connected with Nick that don't understand this. Like, they don't understand what's taken place and the love and how we've been brought together. And other people, they know without a doubt that would be Nick. He would he would bring you guys together. So there's a mix of beliefs, which I get it, but at the same time, this isn't about us. This is not about us. This is about a bigger purpose and trusting your heart and your love. And another thing is, is even our own family or friends, they might not understand when we bring up Nick during our podcasts, but it's not just about the human Nick. It's about the soul Nick in the spirit realm that's that's helping organize everything that comes out of us. And and it's important to trust that even when you have people that don't get it. This isn't about one or two people or five people. This is about groups. Like this is a collective of something beyond what we can even see with the human eye. Right, this is about understanding that we're all work, all of us here physically here. Yeah. And all of us, or all of the people or the spirits in the spirit realm 
everybody's working together for the higher good of everybody. And the more that we allow this and get out of our egotistic minds, the more we could allow this to flow and bring healing. Yeah, and remember love is the thing. That's the big message is, you know, if something is loving and and real and true, you need to share it with the world. So each one of us has a story, whether it's a, a, a story of um, love with a partner or it's a story of, of some other kind of love. Like it's important to share what's inside of you because each message and story is going to help one person um, and open up their heart in a new way too. So I think, I think that's about it for our story. I know there's so much more. Um, and a lot of our students or clients know um, other parts of the story and we'll share more little bits and pieces but we just wanted to kind of sum it up for you just so you know so thank you for listening to our story and we value you and we know how sacred it is so for us to share it it's so important so thank you for listening thank you We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.